helped defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Family Life International presents Father Nicholas Grace of the Institute of the Incarnate Word. To learn more about the Institute, go to www.ive.org. So we're talking about the communion of saints today. But a silly joke first. There was a painter and decorator called Jock, but he was very dishonest. He was habitually dishonest in his work because he thinned out his paint with turpentine. Well, one day the church was up for renovation. The parish priest offered people the chance to put in their bids. But Jock got the job because he put in the lowest bid because he used the cheapest paint. However, on the first day of work, he just about finished the first coat of paint on the front of the church. When the heavens opened up, the rain started to come down. And not only did Jock see all that paint get washed off, it was so thin it hadn't even dried, but he also fell off the scaffolding, landed on the lawn. But he wasn't hurt, thankfully. But he did understand that this was a message from God. So he said, Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me, what should I do? Hands clasped together. And the heavens bellowed out through the thunder. Repaint! Repaint! And thin no more. God has a sense of humor, of course. God is able to forgive any sins, give a second chance. Everybody deserves a second chance. However, we Catholics shouldn't have to ask a second chance in these habitual life sins. We can fall into sin. But to be in a habitual sin like jock there, that doesn't correspond to a person who's a member of the communion of saints. We're different to the world. The world that we live in is a kind of rat race of individualism with maxims like, do it yourself, look after number one, the end justifies the means, do what you have to do to get ahead. Jock bought into that, but we don't have to, because we're members of the communion of saints. We do things together. You know, St. Paul said, none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. If one member suffers, all members suffer. If one member is honored, all members rejoice. We, the faithful, form one body. One body where the good of the individual is the good of all the members. We are a communion. A communion in holy things and amongst holy people. Communion in holy things. Of course. Go to the Catholic Church anywhere in the world and we'll have the same Eucharist, the same absolution and confession, the same baptism. We have communion, we share the same holy things. But there's also communion amongst holy people. This is about the communion of saints. What does that mean? 
There's a communion in a practical sense and in a more spiritual sense. In a practical sense, particularly in the modern era, we in Western Europe have a real chance to live the communion of saints in concrete. Why? Well, we live in an age when in Ireland, for example, we have a parish administrator who has many, many parishes under his guidance. In Scotland, we have something called clusters where various parishes are grouped together. You see, communion is not about just the people in St. Patrick's if I live in Loch Kelly. Communion isn't about a clique in Cowdenbeath. Communion isn't about just the people of St. Joseph's if I live in Kelty. Communion isn't just about being isolated in Belingri if I go to St. Bernard's. Communion is about the one holy Catholic Church. One body, one faith, one people, one church. Communion, cooperation, union. That's the communion of saints. We have a chance to live it and live it to the full. Our cluster isn't about the disintegration of an individual parish. It's the opportunity of the integration of all the parishioners. We have a chance to be the communion of saints, truly. And that's in a practical manner. But I mentioned the communion of saints is also conceived in a spiritual, prayerful manner. You see, we're talking here about the mystical body of Christ, which isn't just about us on earth, but also in heaven and in purgatory, as we mentioned last week. In heaven, we have the church of all saints. In purgatory, the church of all souls. And on earth, we have the church of all sorts. Saints and sinners alike. But all sorts as well, because we find ourselves between heaven and purgatory. How so? Well, we rely on the saints in heaven. We need them. They're richer than us in merits and grace. We need their prayers, their help, their assistance. Every so often, we need to make a withdrawal from the communion of saints. On the other hand, though, the souls in purgatory need us. They need our prayers, our intercession, our merits, because they can't pray anymore. They can't gain any more merits. So they have to make a withdrawal, which means, friends, that we need to make a deposit also into the communion of saints. Deposit and withdrawal. That means there's going to have to be a, cu a currency in this union and communion of saints. If we want to understand what this currency is, there's a spiritual principle from St. Thomas Aquinas. He teaches that the merits of Christ are communicated from the cross to the whole Christian community, to the whole communion. And that the merits of the community are shared by everyone together. And that each person takes a share of those merits according to the amount of currency they have. 
What is the currency of the communion of saints then? The currency is caritas, community, charity. Do we remember what this means? Charity is a divine love and friendship that unites man to God and enables God to embrace man. Charity is a gift caused in us by the love that God has for us. It's a gift that moves us, impels us to love God and to love those things that God loves, principally other human beings. Charity is more about giving than receiving. It's more about loving others rather than seeking to be loved by them. This is agape, caritas, charity. It is a supernatural, superior, divine love which divinizes the lover. Friends, the more we love God, the more we become like Him. The more we are in communion with our neighbors of the whole church, the more we are in communion with all the saints. This is the communion of saints. This is the essence of Christianity. So, I'll conclude with this today, this homily. But I ask everybody to conclude their own day tonight, and indeed every day, asking the question, have I lived today as corresponds to a member of the communion of saints? Reflect. Ask. Listen. Have I passed this day without fault? Have I done something to grow in goodness and do goodness? Or have I sinned? Or judged? Or been impatient? Or nasty? And I'll turn to God and I'll pray. Oh dear God, you see all and you know all. If I've done bad today, I ask pardon. If I have done good, I thank you. Dear God, make me an instrument of your charity so that where there is discord, I may bring your peace. Where there is offense, I may teach your pardon. Where there is hate, I may spread your love. Friends, we can turn and ask the Blessed Mary, our Queen and Queen of Saints and Queen of our Communion, the grace to be in communion with God, with ourselves, with others, the grace to be in the communion of saints. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.